0: hey guys welcome back to pop culture blast i'm your host danny so we have a lot of topics to go over today and before i kind of get into the me of this podcast episode. I will be talking about something like before we dive into a very, very touchy subject. So some content warnings to look for in this episode is brief mentions of violence and predominantly domestic violence. So I'm very excited. I'm finally back in the studio. I was really sick, so I wasn't really able to record as much but I am doing much better so yeah let's get into it okay first um, we're going to be talking about uh, Parks and Recreation if you don't know what that show is so basically it was a satirical mockumentary and it actually ran for seven seasons from 2009 to 2015 it was about a group of local government officials who had worked in Pawnee, Indiana, which is a fictional town. Now, I absolutely loved this show. I really like shows like that, you know, like The Office, you know, it's like, you know, dry humor, and I really enjoyed it. I still haven't finished it, but I really liked it. Um, I had found, uh, the reason why I'm talking about this is because Amy Poehler, who played Leslie Nope, She is down for a Parks and Recreation reboot. Uh, She had said, you know, she's always standing by, and she would be so down to do it again. Now, I would really look forward to this, because I absolutely love this show. And um, there's a lot of well-known names in it, too, because you have Amy Poehler, you have Nick Offerman, you have Aubrey Plaza, you got Rob Lowe, and... Rashida Jones. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but she was. Also, she also played Karen in The Office, so I love her. And then, of course, Chris Pratt was in it. Um, I know he is not very well liked in Hollywood right now in terms of his political beliefs, which I don't really think, you know, paints him as a person. So it. Honestly, I think it is a little ridiculous how much hate he gets because of his differences in political opinions. I'm not going to go too much into it, but I mean, I he was my favorite character on Parks and Rec. He was hilarious. <laughs> and I just just the fact that he got shunned for it, it was it was a little ridiculous, but I would be so down for this reboot. And actually um in 2020, the they actually all reunited um, via Zoom, which happened a lot, especially during the pandemic. Like I know Saturday Night Live went on Zoom and did all of their stuff from there. But the cast uh, they had a 30 minute reunion episode that you know showed how Amy's character Leslie and all the other characters were adjusting to life, you know, during this pandemic. And it actually raised money for Feeding America's COVID-19 response fund. I don't ever really remember this from the pandemic. Well, I know like a lot of people like came together and all of these celebrities, which some of it kind of made me sick to my stomach. And I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but I'm gonna go off on one anyway. So I know there was like um a whole video thing and it was all of these celebrities singing Imagine by John Lennon and, like, oh, we're in this together. Yeah, you're in your million-dollar home that has everything you could imagine in it. Like, that's a lot different than, you know, some of the people that lost their jobs and, you know, are in a cramped apartment, you know, with, like, seven other people. Like, there, you, there's a vast difference. And... You know, it was just like, like, oh, you know, we're struggling too. Like, I know, like, emotionally maybe, but, you know, it could be worse. Like, you could be in poverty, barely making ends meet. You could have lost your job. You could have gotten sick and then left you paralyzed, you know. But I thought it was a little bit ridiculous. But honestly, there, there's just no room for anger like that. I mean, at least they did say something. But of course, you know. You know what I mean. I don't really know how to, like, explain it, but I thought it was a little ridiculous. But I really do like Imagine by John Lennon. It's a really good song. I know he wasn't the best person either, but it's a very good song. Like, you know, what if we didn't have all this stuff? Maybe we could finally come together as one, which you can't really do when you have, like, you know, the people out there who lost their jobs or were put on leave or you know, are working like, you know, grocery stores and stuff. So, you know, they're constantly in contact with people. Like you have those people and then you have the people that live in the big houses who, you know, has like a golf course, like on the roof or something, or like a pool or, you know, so much space. And so they have the money to do things. You know, a lot of people who, you know, mostly suffered in this pandemic were people who don't really have that. So it was kind of like a slap in the face for a lot of people, but I mean, that's Hollywood for you. So yeah. Okay. So my next topic, I think this is going to cover the most of this episode is I'm going to be talking about the defamation case between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. So it is still continuing. I know I talked a little bit about it in my last episode, but a lot of stuff has happened since and... I've been keeping up like with TikTok, like I watched a little bit of it, did some pretty extensive research, and the whole thing is a disaster. <laughs> um, So I was going to give some updates I found, and I researched this as much as possible so it doesn't make me look ignorant. But so um, Johnny Depp had said he wasn't returning to Pirates of the Caribbean, which made me sad because we all know him as captain jack sparrow that's all he's got to be remembered for you know along with his other roles but like jack sparrow like that like raised most of my generation like that and you know like edward scissorhands and crybaby a lot of stuff like he's been in so much stuff so and but captain jack sparrow that's like who he's going to be known for for the rest of his life. Kind of like Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man. We're going to remember him mostly as Iron Man because, you know, he raised our generation through these Marvel movies. So it really broke my heart, you know, that he was taken out of that. He was taking out of, taken out of Fantastic Beasts as well because of these allegations. And it was just... It's a disaster. Um, also, a lot of other people have testified in this case. So Tara Roberts did. She manages his Bahamas Islands estate. So she had described, you know, a conversation between Heard and Depp. So Amber had s- said he was a washed up actor and that he was going to die as a fat, lonely old man. So she had witnessed Heard verbally abusing Depp. And then uh, during cross-examination, she saw Depp passed out on the beach. Um, This was, like, around 2013. And it became such a terrible situation that they were so worried that the staff had arranged for Johnny's two children to leave the island because he was in really bad shape. So I think this may have been around when he was, like, abusing drugs and stuff. So... That could be a possibility, but that, you know, that's really sad that, you know, they had to take the kids. But thankfully, you know, the kids were put somewhere else while, you know, they were trying to figure stuff out and everything. So uh, the next person who testified this blew up over TikTok. um, Shannon Curry, who is a clinical and forensic psychologist, she was on the stand. Um, She was hired by Johnny's legal team to conduct a psych eval of HERD. Um so she had done this last year and uh, resulting in diagnoses of borderline personality disorder and I might pronounce this wrong. I am so star- I'm so sorry. Um Histrionic disorder. So um I'm gonna explain kind of what those are. Um I I didn't like fully write stuff down but just to kind of give you an idea on what these disorders are so um so before i go into it uh, shannon curry said you know someone with borderline personality disorder you know they they have like a fear of abandonment and make quote unquote desperate attempts to present, to prevent someone from leaving and then adding the histrionic personality disorder that as a drive to be like the center of attention. So this is kind of what she said, but I'm going to go a little bit in depth just so you guys kind of understand what these disorders are. So I am not a psychologist. I just did a bunch of research from credible sites. So don't worry. Um, hopefully I do explain these well. So borderline personality disorder is when someone you know, has difficulties regulating emotions. And then this difficulty can lead to impulsivity, poor self-image, stormy relationships, and intense emotional responses to stressors. So struggling with self-regulation can also result in dangerous behaviors like harming themselves and all of that. And also it was estimated that 1.4% of the adult United States population does experience BPD. So normally, or yeah, n- nearly seventy-five percent of people diagnosed with this are in fact women. And then with recent research, it suggests that men can uh, men may be equally affected by PBD, but are constant or commonly misdiagnosed with PTSD or depression. Um, I know Pete Davidson, who I talked about before, he struggles with borderline personality disorder. I think he got diagnosed around the time he was with Ariana Grande. And, you know, he's spoken very openly about it, and I I could not imagine having it. Like, the, the people who are, like, diagnosed with this, you know, they struggle a lot. So I'm actually going to list some of the symptoms of this. So people with borderline personality disorder do experience wide mood swings and feel a great sense of instability and insecurity. So... Some key signs and symptoms may include frantic efforts to avoid real or imagined abandonment by friends and family, unstable personal relationships that alternate between, you know, oh my gosh, I'm so in love to, oh my God, I hate you. I can't be around you. So this is actually known as splitting. So it's like kind of with like Pete Davidson, because I know I did a lot of research over it and like kind of seeing like he goes through so many relationships and as soon as he's with someone it's like he's like oh my god uh, gosh I'm in love with her like I don't know where I could see myself without her to like oh my gosh I don't know if I can stand you anymore so it's like a lot of back and forth stuff Um, also a distorted and unstable self-image which affects moods values opinions goals and relationships and a lot of like impulse behaviors that You know, it can be like excessive spending or, you know, having intercourse, but, you know, being unsafe about it and not taking those precautions. Reckless driving or misuse or overuse of substances. Um, A lot of harming behavior, including, like, threatening to and. Your life or attempts, uh, periods of intense depressed mood, irritability, or anxiety that could last a few hours to a few days, chronic feelings of boredom or emptiness, inappropriate, intense, or uncontrollable, uh, uncontrollable anger, often followed by shame and guilt. Now, I know with Amber Heard, I know I think she threw a vodka bottle at depth, in like, like a fit of rage, and kind of talking about how she... Um, had, you know, abused them, and these all happened when she was in a fit of rage. She couldn't control her anger. Um, There's also disassociative feelings, disconnecting from your thoughts or sense of identity or quote-unquote out-of-body type of feelings, and stress-related paranoid thoughts. Severe uh, severe cases of stress can also lead to brief psychotic episodes. So um, when I was kind of, like, studying that with, like, Pete Davidson and stuff, I know About, you know, the harming behavior, including, like, suicidal threats or attempts. I remember, I think it was after he broke up with Ariana Grande, he had publicly threatened this online. And it scared the living crap out of everyone. And I know, like, Machine Gun Kelly flew out to Staten Island to see if he was okay. And he ended up being okay. He ended up going to Saturday Night Live to rehearse, even, like, a few hours after he put that out. So... And I'm not saying like, you know, for him to do that, that's like absolutely terrible. Well, you know, with this disorder, it's a lot of like, you know, your mind is doing stuff on its own, but there's ways to like treat it, like going to therapy, going on meds and readjusting them when you're getting really bad. And, um, I know I was watching an interview with Pete Davidson, um, I believe it was after he broke up with Kaya Gerber. Um, He, like, talked a lot about his relationships and a lot about his BPD and everything. And, you know, he's like, you know, like, you know, every day I struggle. Like, you know, should I end it? Should I not? But, you know, he, you know, keeps himself busy. I think he laid off on the weed. He, which is not a... Weed is not a bad thing unless you overuse it, and in Pete's case, he was overusing it quite a lot because it did help with his Crohn's, but, you know, he did that. He got healthy, you know, has, like, two, three therapists, um, is on meds and always adjusts them when it gets really bad, so with, like, BPD, it's not an excuse to take advantage of other people, which is, I kind of feel like what Amber did to Johnny, um, it's kind of like, you know, having, you know, multiple sclerosis. Like there is, you know, there was some famous guy who got it, but like he got in shape, he ate better. And even though he struggles with that, he still keeps going on. It doesn't overcloud his personality or, you know, himself as an individual. So, you know, she could always, you know, go on to better herself and, you know, maybe talk to somebody, you know, get on meds and you know, do things that, you know, benefits you in a positive way, like, you know, like journaling or working out or, you know, treating yourself and everything. She could do those, and she didn't do that. So having BPD is not an excuse to abuse your spouse. (laughs) Um, So, you know, this is, you know, like with the abuse – She could have honestly not done it at all and, you know, work on herself, but she let it overpower her, and then that's why, you know, she was as erratic as she was, and I'm not, like, blaming her or anything. Like, I I mean, I'm not a huge fan of this whole thing, you know, and, you know, it's—this is the reason why a lot of men don't come out about abuse is because they get very invalidated because— But then when a woman comes out, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, so sorry. You know, what can we do? Or, like, what are you going to do after this? And how are you going to better yourself? You know, da 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 But just even though, like, she does suffer from, like, a mental disorder, you know, she could have gone on to take care of herself and not let it ruin her marriage. And unfortunately, that's what she did. So next, I'm going to be talking about the other um, disorder she was diagnosed with, the histrionic disorder. So uh, people with these disorders have intense, unstable emotions and distorted self-images. Their self-esteem depends on the approval of others and does not arise from a feeling of self-worth. And, you know, they have... They, they just want to be like the center of attention and will often behave dramatically or inappropriately to receive attention. So some of the symptoms include being uncomfortable unless, you know, they are the center of attention. They will dress provocatively and or exhibit inappropriately flirtatious behavior. They shift emotions rapidly. They act very dramatically you know, with exaggerated motions and expressions, yet appears to like have a lack of sincerity and empathy. Um, they are overly concerned with physical appearance. They constantly seek reassurance or approval. Um, they can be gullible and easily influenced by others. They can be excessively sensitive to criticism or disapproval. Um, they have a low tolerance for frustration and be easily bored by routine, which means like, you know, they'll start something and They'll either not finish it or they will skip to another event. Uh, They don't think before they act. They make rash decisions, are very self-centered and rarely show concern for others. And they also have difficulty maintaining relationships, often seeming fake or shallow in their dealings with others or threaten or attempt suicide to get attention. So with all of these, I can kind of piece together like especially, like, with her actions. And, you know, you may think, well, Danny, she's an actress. Like, they have to act dramatically. Well, yeah, for a role, but not, like, as an individual. And I know during this, like, defamation case, um, I don't really see any kind of sincerity. Like, usually she's either glaring or, like, she'll go, like, be talking to a lawyer, be like, ha, 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 ha. And then she just goes dead. Like, I don't see any light in her eyes. It's just, like, dead. And, you know, she's also, like, there's, like, a whole, like, thing about, like, she's manipulating him by, like, dressing like him and, you know, making him uncomfortable. But, thankfully, he hasn't really, um, like, he didn't get, like, too involved with that. Like, he's mostly just, you know, with his lawyer and stuff and not, like, oh, my gosh, like do I stop this? Do I do it? Th- you know, he's very like assured of himself and maintains his composure for the most part, which it would be hard to do if, you know, your abusive spouse is in the same courtroom as you. And, you know, she like, you know, tries like to fake these emotions of like crying. Um, I know there was one point they were playing the recordings that went like all over the internet about, You know, kind of like the arguments between them, like, you know, how she's like, I didn't punch you, I hit you. And like things like that. Well, I think there was one point the audio it there was like a slamming of a cabinet and she had like flinched or something, which is kinda weird to do when you're the one abusing your spouse. But I mean, I'm not saying that Johnny's a saint either you know he was really struggling with drugs at the time and you know had you know like anger issues as well but like abusing your spouse and getting trying to get away with it is not okay at all but and then they were playing some pretty hardcore audios and you can see like how much like it's affected Johnny and and I don't know. It's just, it's very odd from, like, a psychological approach of, like, how they appear in court. Because, like, I've seen so many videos on TikTok, and it's, like, you know, uh, Amber, you know, is, like, all serious and stuff. And, like, even mimics Johnny's moves. Like, if he puts on his glasses to read something, she puts on her glasses, like, not even a second after, like... Are you trying to manipulate him so, like, he won't go on with it? Like, I don't know. But it's, it's a whole disaster, and I'm still trying to figure out everything as well. And I'm not, like, invalidating, like, Amber Heard. Like, she clearly needs help, and I really hope she's able to get that help. But, I mean, you never really know, like, you know, what's really going on. But, you know, like, with the disorder she was diagnosed with, like, those are like pretty hardcore. Like I could not imagine going, you know, day by day, you know, like always feeling those feelings and it, it does make me sad and I, I do feel bad. But I mean, the only person that can help is herself. Like nobody else can do it for her. Okay, moving on. I am sorry. I got really into that. Um, so Depp had a witness, um, Alejandro Romero. He worked at the front desk of the building where Depp and Heard lived during their marriage. Um, He had a pre-recorded testimony. He was driving in it and was appeared to be smoking a vape pen. (laughs) And uh, he had said, I am just so stressed out because of this. I just don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm tired. I don't want to deal with this court case. Everybody's got problems. And honestly, I don't blame the guy. It's some really hardcore stuff and I can't imagine you know all these witnesses like that have to go through this and it's like oh my gosh (laughs) um and then another thing too uh there was a whole thing about this makeup palette that Amber would use to quote-unquote cover up the bruises so apparently the makeup palette was released a year after they broke up so and obviously they weren't talking to each other once they di- they like broke up and stuff. So, it was apparently a lie and that that was that was quite hilarious like especially with like the makeup people they're like that palette didn't come out until like 2017. <laughs> like how could you use it to cover up these quote unquote bruises if it wasn't even like It wasn't into existence yet. So I kind of got a kick out of that. I thought that was funny. Um, Also, um, there is a, so all over TikTok right now, there's also like compilation videos of like Johnny Depp. It's like, oh, Johnny Depp being a quote unquote small bean for like this um, amount of time. So it's basically like compilation videos of like him like sitting there and, you know, like. How ridiculous Amber's legal team is with the whole objection hearsay and, you know, like his reactions and everything. And it's like, oh, him being a child or a small bean. Honestly, I feel like this is invalidating Johnny Depp. You know, he's a domestic violence victim. And also, he's a grown man. He is not a small bean or, you know, a child because he's drawing during it or he's laughing at these ridiculous things that the lawyer is saying. And I know I saw somebody else uh, talking on TikTok about it because at first when I was like watching these videos I'm like oh these are quite funny but there was someone like you know stop calling him like oh you know him in court acting like a child da 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 like he's a grown man and also he's a domestic violence victim like he has gone through so much you know this is invalidating him as a person and I agree with that. But I know this happens quite a lot, too, with fans, because any fandom I've been in, they've, like, treated, like, you know, the main person as, like, a child. And it's, like, he's, like, he's going to be nearing 60 soon. Like, he's not really a child. He was a child, you know, maybe 50 or so years ago, but not right now. So, I don't know. That made me a bit angry. But... I I wanted to, I know that really doesn't quote unquote pertain to what I'm talking about, but I feel like I wanted to share that because, you know, with the fans and everything, like they have been, you know, completely ruthless. Um, Also, like I know like Starbucks like has these cups, like you can tip like Johnny Depp or Amber Heard and they're like making merch about it, which I think that's a bit inappropriate like, this is like an actual court case, you know, somebody was affected, and now, you know, they're going to court and, you know, trying to, you know, get justice for themselves, and just to kind of do this because, you know, they're high-profile celebrities. It's not okay. Like, I think it's just extremely inappropriate, but also there, I know um, a lot of like, the audios from the court case, they're used as audios on TikTok. I know there's, like, this really funny one, and I think they were arguing, and, like, Amber said something, and Johnny's, like, Aquaman, and he was, he was probably, like, clearly intoxicated, <laughs> but um, I know, like, a lot of people are, like, making fun of that, and, like, oh, I can see him in his wig right now, and I'm, like, oh, I, I mean, it's good to, like, make light of this, but, like, is that really a joke? I mean, he was clearly under the influence and I don't know. I just, the whole, like, with all the fans coming in and everything, I think it's just, it, it's invalidating Johnny, you know, who's clearly been hurt by Amber Heard. Like, there is proof out there. I mean, if you don't agree with my opinion, that's totally cool. But, I mean, there's proof out there that he was abused badly by Amber. So it just I don't know. I think TikTok has become very toxic and especially like with all of this like I feel like they're really invalidating people which I don't really think is okay. Um I know one thing um that they were talking about um I think Amber was like, "Oh, I don't know how like Dior hired you. Like you're you know, disgusting, and you don't even know how to dress well, and which is an obvious lie. (laughs) It's an obvious lie, but, um, yeah, but that's kind of weird when you're wearing the same clothes as him. Like, he, you know, has no style. He's an old man. Like, really? You're not being very consistent with what you claim, but anyways, it's a whole disaster, and I haven't been able to watch the, uh, you know, the live court stuff, you know, because I've been really busy, but I know like seeing all this stuff on TikTok and everything. And I'm just like, you know, when is this going to be done? But I think um, there was in a comment section, and this could be like up in the air. So this is probably not as accurate. I know people are like, how long is this going to take? And I think somebody said like another month. So I don't really know. But anyways, I do hope it ends soon and, you know, Johnny gets the justice he clearly deserves. Um, but also, this week, Amber is said to take the stand. And then some other potential witnesses, not, like I said, this is very up in the air. Um, Elon Musk, who, like, apparently they dated a really long time ago, but he might be on the stand. James Franco might be. And also it's said that Paul Bettany, who plays Vision... And the Marvel stuff. Um, He's also expected to testify on behalf of Johnny Depp about a conversation he had with them over text messages condoning violence against Heard. So um, I heard about the Elon Musk and James Franco. Apparently, they are not testifying. I don't know if it was a rumor that they were, but that's a bit up in the air. I don't really like Elon Musk anyway. (laughs) I don't think he's a very good man. He just has a lot of money. And... Also, I don't know if James Franco would be a very credible person, because a lot of stuff came out about him, about him, like, being very inappropriate towards minors, and he apparently slept with the students when he was teaching at a college, but even then, like, he's apologized since, but I don't know if he'd be a very credible person, I don't know, but even then, with the, uh, Amber's legal team, like, that's just a whole joke, but, I mean, you never know. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of all the updates that I've heard. Um, There's a lot of rumors, of course, circulating about it with, like, these people testifying. Um, I did want to talk about, before uh, we finish here, is about Amber's legal team. They're not very good. (laughs) Um, Like, you know, I think there was one point the lawyer um, said objection to his own question, like, who let you out of law school? (laughs) So I, I wonder if he was like, um, a pandemic, um, lawyer that like, you know, got the easy way out. I don't know. But I mean, even like, like Johnny would start to talk objection hearsay, like, are you gonna let him talk? (laughs) But I mean, I don't really know how like the whole like Lawyer stuff works. I mean, I know mine from Law and Order SVU, but even then, that's like not very accurate in any way. But I mean, I don't think you would say objection hearsay to everything. And I know there was a lot of weird accusations that came out, like the whole thing with like Johnny abusing drugs. Like that has nothing to do with what's going on. You know, this is more about the abuse not his you know drug issues which you know he's been clean since so I mean there's there's really no point to it um there's a lot of other things too like apparently he the lawyer said oh you know uh Depp like urinated in the living room but even then that was totally not true and like you could see like Johnny laughing like I didn't I I thought that was quite hilarious actually and it just goes to show like do the lawyers really want Amber to lose? Is that why you know they're so bad? but I mean obviously they made it out of law school. obviously they know what they're doing. I know lawyers play dirty and everything. Like I said, I watch Law and Order SBU I think I know. <laughs> but I mean, who knows um, uh, most likely in the next episode, I'll probably be covering it still because I mean, there's so much stuff coming out about it, and I don't, I don't know. It's a lot, and, you know, hopefully, like I said, justice is served, and I hope something good comes out of it. There probably will not be, but, I mean, you never know. So, yeah. And that is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know this is a bit longer, but, you know, this there's a lot to unpack from this whole defamation case. So I really hope you enjoyed it. Um, I promise that I did research stuff, but I if I did say something wrong, I am so sorry. It, it's It's a lot. <laughs> Um, this podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA FM, St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you tune into the next episode. Um, if you've listened to all of them, thank you so much for supporting me. And yeah, bye.